0: Welcome to the Noble 8 Podcast. Uh, state Reality. I'm Tom Barbalay, and this evening, how important is land? Creating landscapes which are unique and also in some sense compressible, and this in part comes from the origination of the Noble 8 development. The idea of infinite virtual reality was designed in sinusoidal waves that came together to create the landscape, but as the simulation has moved away from a sinusoidal representation of land, the properties of uniqueness and complexity have continued on And to take a kind of evolution prize metaphor, there really is a question about how a new environment, a completely new environment can be created from presupposed parts. To date the development has created a procedural landscape method for creating the landscape and this will continue in the near future with regards to the near infinite resolution for the integration into the torque engine and potentially other third party graphics engines. But there is a kind of broader philosophical issue about what qualities the landscape should have and as I mentioned also the evolution prize. So in this discussion I going to look at the various components of the landscapes and whether it is possible to create unique landscapes that can even be a surprise to the landscape creator so to speak which is really the nature of the evolution prize component in the question when i started developing noble ape i had this keen sense that uniqueness of the landscape and uniqueness is a property where any point in the landscape is different than any other point in the landscape and that is not only with regards to the height but with regards to the surrounding curvature the landscape environments basically surround various points. So you're in a situation where at any point in the landscape the noble ape has different sense data coming in than any other point. And this comes from some paradox of a child that is raised in a maze where there are different sections of the maze that are exactly the same in terms of the turning and things like that. You can imagine in a perfectly kind of marble or carved out maze environment that a child may interact with that the maze points in the maze that are visually identical to other points in the maze. And this couldn't happen in noble ape development. I wanted to mirror some degree of reality, and in part the landscape, the raw landscape I'm talking here about a plane, a curved plane that represents the way the land looks, was critical in that uniqueness and part of the original manuals, in fact an appendix to the original manuals, deal with the proof of uniqueness from the sinusoidal wave construction of the landscape. That was really quite critical in terms of creating the cognitive simulation. The other component that was critical in the simulated landscape was the idea of compressibility that whilst you can render a a landscape to a near-infinite resolution and then store that information, you need near-infinite amount of storage or a near-infinite storage space in order to store that landscape. So there had to be a component of compressibility. And this is really the procedural nature of the landscapes that there needs to be a way of describing landscapes to a really high resolution but also that this description is something that one can take away. It's not something that needs to be maintained through the continuation of the simulation it's something that can be returned to. And the 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 current landscape environment for the simulation isn't quite like that. There is an array which is defined and then rounded between in order to move from the various points, as you'll see in the ocelot interface if you run the simulation. And this is going to be changed slightly in terms of the torque engine and how other 3D engines interface with the landscape with a noise map that is based in some regard in the current rendering of the landscape as well. I moved from sonusoids to binary division. Visions of the landscape which went at originally right angles and then at 45 degree angles and also a rounding algorithm that was sympathetic to this. This technology was developed in 2000 mainly for the planet noble ape development, the idea that you could create a sphere and have the noble apes wander over the sphere. Originally it was developed as a cube of six sides, strangely enough, and each of these cubes, the land, the face of the cube is what the current... Noble 8 simulation landscape is generated from. Moving in the future this this method has been very productive in terms of creating landscapes but imposing the evolution prize like problem the evolution prize is obviously to do with evolution within the simulated environment but I'm really curious to see if one can create a landscape algorithm that will produce landscapes that would even surprise me as the landscape algorithm author there are a number of problems in creating landscapes and you need to appreciate as I travel through Australia and as I travelled internationally, the way and the mathematics in which landscapes are formed was relatively critical. This comes back to the first podcast in the Ape Reality series that talked about my pre-history in the Noble Ape development and my fascination with regards to creating realistic landscapes. But certainly when the Rushkov article came out, people were saying, oh, you know, he must use XYZ method for creating landscapes, and none of these were in fact the case. All my landscape creation really comes in two forms, either a Fourier landscape creation which was very easy to create maximas, or the current binary spatial division, which creates the landscapes as seen in the contemporary simulation. There is some degree of scalability to those landscapes, however I want to keep a fixed landscape and just an interpolation in between a fixed landscape as the method to move the environment into talk. But there is a potential for a near infinite set of landscape algorithms, and the other thing that I like doing is taking actual world landscapes from the US Department of Geographical Surveying. Their GTPO 30 format provided some real-world examples sample landscapes, which I have put into the Noble Ape simulation in the past, it's always cute to have them walking over the Himalayas or these kind of things in terms of creating a simulation that is very real. I remember I created a simulation of just the westmost peninsula of the Bay Area these kind of things you can tinker with Indonesia or some of the smaller islands of Indonesia have always been favourite landscapes of mine too. You do get very passionate about creating landscapes and certain elements of realism when you start writing landscape generation algorithms but the real question is can new landscapes be created and I think this is particularly pertinent when I look at something like digital space and the use of lunar lander and Mars landscapes. Is it possible to create a landscape algorithm that is sufficiently dynamic that you can add all these potential features in terms of true desert and and these features mountains Something that's interesting to me as I was writing the notes for this podcast was the idea of tunnels and caves, which I think would add a fascinating dynamic to the Noble Ape simulation if the apes could actually congregate in caves and walk through tunnels under ranges and these kind of dynamics, and it would really quite seriously change their worldview as well. So this is a potential in the future. It's something that I've certainly sketched out in my notes, and will will no doubt be reventured through future podcasts. Thank you very much for tuning into this podcast, Eddie, Eddie email correspondence tom at nobleape.com if you have any ideas about landscapes or want me to talk more about uniqueness or compressibility thank you very much for tuning into this podcast look forward to tuning into the next podcast